if Ethereum is like Apple, there's room for a Microsoft. And it, yet, it is yet uh, you know, like to be determined who is going to be that Microsoft. So maybe BSV could um, you know, fill that gap. Welcome to the CoinGeek Weekly Livestream. I am your host, Mr. Kurt Wooker Jr., broadcasting live from We Are Developers World Congress 2022, live aus Berlin. Uh, we are uh, having a busy day over here. We have had a ton of people come through the booth talking about how Bitcoin SV can be a part of your development stack. And we've met a lot of very interesting people. Uh, I've been doing interviews all day, uh, talking, talking, talking what they pay me to do. So uh, I also uh, attended a number of workshops. There, there is so much stuff going on. Uh, we've even got people like from companies like Ikea or Aldi Foods, uh, but then you know your typical software people, Microsoft here with an incredible booth, uh, people selling services for Kubernetes, and then we're right across from the OnCloud's shoe company. So uh, there's, there's technology being utilized in many, many ways here at this event. Uh, and we've been very excited to uh, talk to a lot of people here. Germany is a really interesting market. Um, I didn't realize that they had a, a pretty significant blockchain community here. I want to give a shout out to the B2029 folks that have been so kind to offer to bring uh, Mr. Alex Moon and I into some some crazy underground German VIP situation for the evening. I, I, I don't know how I don't know how intense that's going to be, uh, but but yeah. So we're excited about that as well. Uh, everybody. I want to thank our sponsors. I think that this one was actually sponsored by CoinGeek itself. And then uh, our dear friends from CryptoCraft.com. Uh, crypto, CryptoCraft.com, the best place to check prices on proof-of-work blockchains and hang out in the forums and talk about why Bitcoin matters. So I'm going to be joined today. I think I'm only going to have one guest today. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I may have more. We may, we may suck more people into this nonsense. Uh, but we're going to be joined by Mr. Jad. Wahab, who has been uh, maybe the busiest man at this event. John, if you want to hop in, I'd be very happy to talk to you, sir. Hey, Chris. Split this up. Hey, how's it going, brother? Good. How are you? Pretty good. Um, so you had a workshop 930 this morning, opening opening door, opening gates. You you looked like you were working real hard on the presentation last night. <laughs> how, how did it go? It was good. It was good. Uh, basically showing developers how to use... Uh, you know, build apps on, on Bitcoin, just walk them through a bunch of the, the applications that are exciting, stuff like um, Ace Arcade, for example, Pouches, uh, just things that they can use. Uh, Pew Pew basically got them yep. to like, uh, um, put uh, their, uh, their handle and then fished out a bunch of uh, like uh, small, tiny payments nice. that they can use. And then, so you, uh, you actually demonstrated this? Yeah, we started off demonstrating a bunch of different apps. Uh, um, showing them like uh, do NFTs on Bitcoin, um, you know, so many other things, and then we walk them through Degen, mainly walk them through like uh, step by step what you do to um, you know, build a Bitcoin app yourself. Use tools like um, Hand Cash Connect or Money Button so that you don't sure. have to build your own wallet. If you just want to, you know, build an app. People can specialize, and uh, it's pretty good. That's awesome. What, what was the feedback like? Did you get a lot of Q and A? How engaged did the crowd seem? Uh, we got we got some uh, some Q and A um, asking some uh, like uh, similar questions to, to yesterday. Most people don't really have a lot of background 
you know, we're, we're, we're kind of in a bit of a bubble, right? We expect everyone to see things the same way that we do. People just want to like uh, build something cool and um, move on with their lives. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you find, I mean, were these your typical like, you know, front end devs, web devs, or, or were the blockchain specific people? Did you get into it with anybody? Did you do any auditing um, on who was there? Not, not, not too many uh, blockchain specific. There was uh, a couple of companies here uh, in the we are developers uh, in, in the blockchain sure. space, but most, the majority, if not almost all, had nothing to do with um, okay. blockchain. So, what was their their take generally? Like, why why come to a develop on blockchain workshop? There was actually a presentation yesterday titled uh, "Why Blockchains Are Dumb," um, <laughs> and it was actually one guy. On, I watched the first half of it, and he was explaining why blockchain is not dumb, which I didn't really understand. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's an attention grabber, right? Yeah. What what was what was the a consensus on what what was his opinion on blockchain? What was he going over? Um, he I, I didn't get to, to to the end. I had to go somewhere else. But sure. uh, the way it started, he started talking about the history of uh, of the world, and then he brought up like uh, money and uh, Bitcoin and then blockchain. And, yeah, that's that's where I sure where I <laughs> very cool. So, what do you think of Berlin? Have you had a chance to hang out in Berlin before? Is this your first time here, or what? What's that? My first time in, in Berlin, there was uh, actually a piece of the Berlin Wall, like right outside. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's incredible. I, that, well, that was my first feedback when I showed up. Uh, we were on what was the East Berlin side. I was driving through, and I, I, I don't know the city at all. It's my first time here, and I, I'm, I'm was texting with my dad, and he said, "I don't know. This the city's really gray. Like it seems just kind of seems like a grim place." And he wrote me back and said, "Well, what which side of the city are you on?" I was like, oh, "I guess East." And He's like, well, yeah, it's probably like that was the part that was, you know, maintained by the Soviets for yeah. decades. Yeah, the, oh, the, that the makes sense. pretty bipolar. It's like, yeah, take out my jacket and putting it back on. Yep. Yeah, it was cold, really cold the first two days. And then it's been it's like super hot and sunny today. So fascinating. Um, what do you think of this market generally? Like, are we do we, do we want to bring in German developers? Like, what, what are we looking for here? Devs, clientele, all of the above? Uh, I mean, kind of impression that I get is uh, a lot of uh, developers are not really so eager to jump, you know, straight into defense or something like that. I think uh, a more attractive kind of approach is to focus on like uh, kind of something similar to Block Dojo, getting sure. entrepreneurs that have ideas and have funding, and then like developers come second, right? Yeah. And uh, you can see here there's so many really talented developers and really, really great companies. Um, you know, they they need to um, be convinced to leave you know security in a, of a really nice company, <laughs> really nice job to do something. So they need to actually see something interesting, something worth like uh, getting wrong. For sure. So you and I were part of a presentation yesterday I, I i think went really well i think people seemed really interested i uh, you presented on the light client aspect of, of bitcoin and it's funny because listening to your presentation gave me some more ammunition for a lot of the people that came through the booth and asking like well what, you know can i still run my own note I, i've been this 50 times over this this trip here and so giving the light client elevator pitch has been Really nice. So, uh, can you give us a update on where where is Light Client? What can we do with it? What's the roadmap? Uh, mm -hmm. let's, just, let's get an update on Light Client. Why we got you? 
Definitely. Uh, so what we started uh, off is with the like line toolbox. So it wasn't like a um, like line sort of uh, package. We started off just releasing a bunch of tools um, for like with an internal target in mind. We wanted everyone in this in the space already wallets, services, services, uh, any companies in the space right now to become like SPV compliant like clients so they can do things in uh, the scalable way, the direct way, yep. right? So not going through the blockchain and having to scan the entire blockchain to find something. Um, and, you know, it's a lot more scalable, it's a lot more private. People that talk about privacy, it's extremely unprivate to do things the legacy way. Yep. And it's, uh, you know, for so, for so many use cases, uh, tokens, multi-sig, payment channels, you know, just lays the groundwork to be able to do that. And then the next step is working with Electron SV to, to basically have like a reference implementation of a like-line wallet that we could sort of recommend as a replacement to anyone running Bitcoin D, which is a full node as a wallet. Sure. Is, you know, a, so, so you're working together to essentially give people a, an approved package for lack of a better term? Yeah, so so basically we, we um, the goal in mind in the, in the beginning started as we wanted to have anyone who is running Bitcoin D as a wallet, we want to give them a replacement yep. for that, right? Um, primarily things like exchanges. Yep. And uh, so we couldn't give them a like client or wallet if the rest of the wallets in the space didn't speak the same language, right? Sure. So we had to first release like the like client toolbox so that everyone is on the same page. We've been working very closely with so many of the wallets in the space sure. and they, they, they're all on board. Uh, we're going to be releasing a bunch of the feedback that they got, uh, that they gave us privately. We're going to release that publicly as well. Soon. Sure. And uh, it, it just makes sense, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. And uh, yeah, so so next stages is to um, get all of the wallets on the same page. We, we, we release this uh, open source wallet, like mine, uh, uh, the Electrum SV wallet, yep. as like a reference implementation for anyone. And then they don't have to uh, run a uh, Bitcoin D full node That's cool. as a wallet and primarily exchanges, which is yeah. the biggest uh, criticism that they have for delisting BSV is, oh, I don't want to run a full node with four gigabyte blocks and pay, you know, $1,500 a month. Yeah. And then um, we thought, you know, telling you don't need to run a full node, but we don't really have a very easy, they, yeah. they need to be spoon fed, unfortunately. Sure. So um, it was actually very refreshing to talk to a bunch of exchanges and because a long time ago, uh, you know, exchanges, basically the way they had their setup is they had one sort of setup that worked for all coins because, you know, previously you just had like BTC, um, you know, clo clones of BTC, like Litecoin right. or anything like that, even, yep. you know, even just to some extent. So they had one main system and they just sort of customized it for different coins. It was really hard to do anything in a different way, yeah. even though they were doing it in the, you know, not ideal way, which sure. is just legacy way. But now been so many new coins... So people, uh, so the exchanges, they, you know, they weren't against changing their process a little bit because there's been so many coins to, to support, yep. uh, like uh, Solana, Algorand, all of that kind of thing. And sure. then when we spoke to a bunch of uh, um, exchanges, it was very refreshing to see that they, um, you know, they, they were very positive when we explained to them, you could go from spending this much every month on a, on a full node to just doing a bit of initial, uh, you know, setup to get it working. And then you literally barely spend anything with this lifeline right so you mentioned electrum now going back you know i don't even know eight nine years whenever electrum came out initially 
uh, Electrum was always treated as, well, this is, this is like SPV. This is, this is the solution. This is roughly what Satoshi wanted. And it doesn't scale for various reasons. It doesn't work well with big blocks, or at least really big blocks. Is the Electrum SV implementation going to move away from legacy Electrum servers and that system as well? Yeah, so ba basically, uh, a lot of the old, quote-unquote, SPV wallets, yeah. not really SPV, they use things like Bloom filters, they still connect to a node, wasn't really SPV in any way. The only thing that was SPV about it was, you know, maybe they had, like, a block headers or something like that. Sure. So these, these wallets weren't. The, the, the key missing feature in SPV was this direct communication, the direct payments. That's the only way it could work properly. I hand you the payment, and then you, you know, you settle that. So doing it from wallet to wallet, the receiving wallet sends to the blockchain. Yeah. So as a sender, and I never send it to the blockchain. It doesn't make sense for me to, you know, settle a transaction before you, you know, right. uh, you told me that you accept it. What if, yeah, you know, what if I send it to the blockchain, makes it to the blockchain, and you're like, oh, this is not what I was expecting. You can't bring it back from the blockchain, right? Sure. <laughs> Interesting. Um, so uh, they're they're in the process right now of removing the dependency on the Electromex server. And using all of the live client tools to, you know, be actually SPV. So will they still keep the Electrum name in the in the name of the wallet? Um, <laughs> so uh, Electrum, I think it was you know pulled from Electron Cash, sure. and Electron BC. Um, no, we, we yeah, we'll, 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 we'll figure it out. I guess that's that's the easy part. <laughs> no, that's that's interesting. Yeah. Have you have you find it, found any old allies? Like I feel like this is a conversation that's. 12 years old at this point, you know, that like the first implementation of light wallets and things really do go way back, but they were done wrong, but there weren't always advocates. There was at least a few voices out there that, that were saying things like, Hey, you know, we, we could try SPV. Yeah. It, it, have, has there been any of that? I, I feel like that'd be really cool. I don't know if that that's happening, but definitely in, in the space we've, uh, it's been, re it's really great to see because we, you know, we don't have all the answers, right? We know, for a fact that this is the direction that we want to go to, we want to be, you know, scalable. We want to have direct communications. We want to do SPV, right? You know, to get there, we don't know what's the best way. Um, you know, obviously, there's a lot of really good developers in the space that can, you know, create yeah. tools that are better than the tools that we create. But you sure. just want to lay down the foundation, get people thinking in this like SPV mindset because it's a completely different mindset. Yeah. You know, when you when you're thinking this way. For sure. Um, so you know, this is what we want to do, and then. It's been great to see a lot of uh, people in the space, uh, tokenized, uh, hand cash, sure. uh, Chenti, uh, Sentry as well. Yep. Um, sort of, uh, yeah, you know, taking things and then going off in their own direction uh, and, you know, building things themselves, uh, which, which is, you know, the goal from the start. It's amazing. Sure. Do you think, is this going to be a proprietary thing? Is this only BSV? Or do you think that, like, Bitcoin Cash, Litecoin, Dash, some of these other, like, Bitcoin forks, We'll, yeah. we'll sort of see what we're doing and maybe adopt a similar concept or are they just, they're going the way they're going? I think they're just going in a completely different direction. Um, I, I just, I don't, I don't see them doing anything like that, at least not anytime soon. They're, they're going in a direction of, uh, you know, um, quote unquote decentralization, censorship resistance, uh, um, changing the protocol a lot. So it's <laughs> like, um, you know, bike shedding. But right. uh, yeah, we just want to move forward. We want to, um, yeah, build, build the layers on top. For sure. Now, the reason I like traveling with, with colleagues and like, you know, you, you and I are colleagues sort of from the industry. We don't really work at the same companies or anything, but, but we, we do work together. We all care about the same thing. And so we all have our role to play. But when we travel, 
we, we get to have the, you know, the after parties and the, hey, let's all get dinner again. And, you know, that, like that's, it sort of builds this closeness. I'm, I'm wondering, was there anybody in the, in the BSV community, were, were you surprised by, uh, you know, a friendship that sprung up? Or was there anybody that you hung out with who you're like, man, I wish I, wish I was hanging out with you more the last couple of years? Uh, I mean, even people at, on my team that we've been working remotely, it's, it's such <laughs> a, you know, so different to see them in person, have a drink, uh, go, go get food together. Um, it's, it's so much lost in communication when you're, you know, remote. I, I know that uh, this has been the direction, especially recently, companies have been going more remote, but I think you need to sort of balance it out, have uh, company kind of retreats or events where you actually meet in person. Uh, I think it's, it's extremely important, especially just, you know, going to, to lunch or something, you, you talk about your, your lives, which you never have time to do. When you're just like you know working remotely, sure. I think it's, it's very important. Uh, absolutely. So, what's next for you? What's next for? I mean, you're doing all kinds of stuff at BA. Is there? You know, everybody thinks like, well, ask Jad about Light Client, but but what else are you up to? <laughs> I'm the Light Client guy, apparently. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's <laughs> no, all right. I, yeah, I mean, I, I see a lot of people um, you know, getting more involved now in Light Client. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, you know. Craig's been talking about this for, for such a long time, and it's uh, yeah. now when we talk to Craig about like clients and SPV stuff, you know, you can see that he, his frustration is like sort of you know died down a little bit. It's yeah. finally like happening, um, but uh, you know, it's it's really great to see. Once we get these foundations there, we can start looking at so many other things. One thing I've been uh, very interested in is uh, tokens, basically. Yeah. So I want, you know, I would love to see us basically make tokens SPV as well. So we've, sure. you know, we've taken payments, we made them SPV, but the token protocols and the, so you know, the solutions that we have right now are still not really SPV. And uh, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love us to do the same process for. for that's that's awesome, Jed. I really appreciate you. It's been a pleasure. You too, and likewise. Yeah, look, looking forward to hanging out later too. So thank you. All right, everybody, if we have, uh, we, we may or may not have a lot of questions and answers uh, to do, but if you could go ahead and please like, subscribe, hit the alert bell so that you know every time we go live here at CoinGeek. Alex, do we have questions that we want to bring into the conversation? It's a little bit of a quiet one, and frankly, I don't know that we necessarily need to go the half an hour. Oh, but we've got Mr. Brandon Ward. Let's go, Brandon. Kurt, are you guys speaking again today? What are your plans for day two? Just been milling about, you know, just making making relationships, making it rain, make, make a few deals here and there. We got a lot of people interested in uh, in participating in the blockchain economy. A Alex and I have been talking to people all over the place and and just giving them solutions to things. They talk about, oh, hey, here, you know, here's here's something that our company I feel like we could be doing or should be doing, and, and we've been answering those questions for them, being a little bit of a guiding light in the darkness, as it were. That's uh, that's the best we can do. Got Arzan Zayl Aubayev. I, I killed it. I did my best. Why long confirmation for BSV deposits in exchanges? Any plans to remove it? So here's why. This is actually a strictly political decision on behalf of the exchanges. So they look at Bitcoin SV and they say, well, I don't know if I'm willing to trust it until there's been X amount of blocks. So it's a decision that they're making. Truly, if they were running the light client software, if they were to meet... Uh, Jad and his team and learn how to set these things up, manage their own infrastructure and their own security policies in a way that is compliant with uh, all kinds of other systems, 
they could be offering zero comp deposits and they could be giving each other or giving us, giving the clientele the best exchange opportunity. But a lot of them don't want to do that because they're in jurisdictions that are a little sketchy. Some of them aren't really complying with the taxes and regulations and things. So it makes it, you kind of have like the, the no trust among thieves sort of economy and then everything sort of pilfers out from there. So what we really need is, you know, clear regulation, clear application of law, consistent application of, of the law, and then, you know, I'll do business. Wouldn't that be great? Uh, Brandon, again, asking, what has been the top question about BSV? Uh, probably people asking if they can run their own node. Uh, oh, oh, what's the SV? What's the SV stand for? That's, that's what I keep getting, probably more than anybody. And then as a follow-up, it's, well, can I, can I run my own node and this and that? And I keep asking, or I keep responding, do you want to be an infrastructure partner in the internet? When you set up email, do you want to run your email server in your closet? Like, how much, how much of a sysadmin do you want to be to, to, you know, use your iPhone? And the answer from basically everybody is, okay, I guess that makes sense. So uh, we, we are making inroads on the blockchain narrative, everybody. It's the best we can do. This show is brought to you by CryptoCraft.com. Everybody, CryptoCraft.com is the greatest place to look at the price of proof-of-work blockchains and hang out in the forums, chit-chat with your friends, and do all the good stuff. I think I'm going to cut this off early. I'm going to make an executive decision as the executive host. The executive producer is looking at me. <laughs> all right. He's telling me to cut it off. So I'm going to cut it off. I want to thank everybody for watching. I want to thank you for your likes, subscribes, your shares, and everything across the universe. I appreciate everybody's blessings, cursings, blessings, cursing, comments, questions. I need more coffee, everybody. Blessings, cursings. I just had a stroke live on the air, everybody. Sorry. So, no, really, thank you, everybody, uh, for, for tuning in. Without you guys, I really couldn't do the show at all. So, thank you so much. I will see you soon. And everybody signing off from We Are Developers World Conference 22, I am Kurt Booker Jr. reminding you to be good to each other. Good night. If Ethereum is like Apple, there's room for a Microsoft. And it, yet, it is yet uh, you know, like to be determined who is going to be that Microsoft. So maybe BSV could um, you know, fill that gap.